Hello and welcome to Team Donico, helping pets and their people. Always a pleasure to work with the folks from Donico and their wonderful guests. And um, uh, just a quick thing that I like to have people think about before we get into the show itself. And that is that no doubt when you've been in Seattle or around Seattle, you've possibly seen someone who appears to possibly be living on the street. Or maybe you know people that are just having a hard time with finances and they have pets. And you may wonder, you know, what do they do when their dog or cat gets sick? Well, Donico is all about helping pets and their people, unhoused people and people uh, in the lower income brackets. And so we are so happy to just be working with them. There's so much wonderful stuff going on with Donico right now. And so what we're going to do today is talk very briefly with the president of the board of directors. That's Marty Casey. And she's always on the show and always has wonderful insights and updates for us. And and then we will be featuring our special guest, Sarah Vanston, MD. We will be learning more about her work and her work with Tony Co. as well. So very excited about it. Do stay tuned. And we will be back in just a moment to talk with Marty Casey. I'm Marilyn Milano, your host of Team Tony Co., helping pets and their people. Doni Co. Pet Clinic provides comprehensive care for the animals of people in need. Funded by donations and powered by volunteers, Doni Co. Pet Clinic keeps overhead to a minimum to ensure healing is at a maximum. Hi, this is Marty. Please help Team Doni Co. make a difference in the lives of pets and their people. Volunteer or donate today. Doni Co. Pet Clinic. Log on to donico.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Team Donico, helping pets and their people. I'm Marilyn Milano. I am your host today. And uh, let's just go ahead and uh, introduce Marty, our uh, board of directors president, with some introductory remarks. I'm so glad to be here again, Marilyn. It's always a pleasure. And today, you don't have to hear me talk as much, which is always nice to, to get other people in here. And I'm thrilled that we have Dr. Sarah Vanston, who is the site medical director for Neighbor Care Health Pike Place Market Clinic and the Housing and Street Outreach Programs. It's quite a title, and she does quite a bit of work. We are we at Donico are absolutely thrilled that we get to partner with Neighbor Care on a One Health type clinic, which means that we can treat the animal and the human as a family unit and treat them at the same time. I don't need to say a lot. We Our new clinic is going well. We really appreciate your support. And if you want to support us some more it always every little bit helps it doesn't matter how much it is and you can do that on our website which is donico.org o-r-g and i will turn it over to dr vanston and i think she has so much good news for us and it's very exciting well, I'm excited to hear that, too. So thank you, Marty. And just I'm going to just spell the name out because if people are like me, sometimes it's hard to remember how to spell out the website, D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E.org. So thank you so much for that. And Sarah, welcome. And thank you for being here today and taking time to speak with us. Oh, thank you for having me. So tell me about 
yourself? I mean, don't you love that question? Tell me about yourself. It sounds like an interview for a job, but I think just an overview of who you are and how you came to Seattle, just so that we know a little bit more about you mm-hmm. and then how you ended up collaborating with Donico Pet Clinic. Sure. Um, so I've been a practicing a physician. Um, gosh, I graduated medical school in 2005, so I don't do math in my head in public, um, but it's been a few years. And I came to Seattle uh, from medical school for my residency program. And I did a residency in family medicine at Swedish First Hill. And I fell in love with this city and its people. And I've never left. Well, that's great. And it sounds like we are the better for having you here. (laughs) So um, what is it that you are doing in particular with the neighborhood health um, Pike Place Clinic. And then how how did you wind up getting involved with Donico? Did someone come to you? Did you go to them? I'm just curious how you all connected. Um, that's a great question. I think the, the universe was really helping us out on that day we connected. Um, so here at Pike Place Market Clinic, um, as part of Neighbor Care Health, we see um, a large number of um, uh, patients experiencing homelessness or who have recently experienced homelessness in Seattle. Um, and we also oversee an amazing team of uh, nurses and other providers and behavioral health practitioners that go into the permanent supportive housing buildings around the city and provide uh, primary care, nursing care, and behavioral health care to residents of those buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, uh, in the course of that work, um, we um, were offered a grant from Healthier Here, and that is uh, through the city of Seattle. And Healthier Here is a regional partnership that works on improving healthcare access and delivery, healthcare delivery throughout King County, and particularly uh, to those from the Black, Indigenous, and People of Color um, community. And so they asked us if we could provide an innovative care model. And I was talking with one of my colleagues who does the One Health Clinic at New Horizons. So they uh, provide uh, integrated care with people and their animals at a young, young adult shelter and thought that we could try the same thing with Donico. And uh, I heard about Donico. I did a Google search. <laughs> uh, I reached out to Marty. And said, hey, I have this idea. Would you like to partner with us? What was the response when you first you know, brought up this idea? I love people's response and their reactions uh, when I tell them about it. Because when I start to describe the clinic where um, you know, people are coming in with their pets to get their pets cared for. And at the same time can also take advantage of Uh, medical services, mental health services, or even just some social work services. When I explain our integrated model, their faces light up. And I think people realize that we often care more for our pets than we care for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And that this is a wonderful opportunity to outreach and engage people who have struggled Um, to get care within the traditional models. Um, You know, for instance, people who are living outside, um, who are living unsheltered, um, who have a pet, might not be able to bring their pet into certain clinics or other public spaces and also have nowhere safe to leave them during the day. Um, So this is really a great opportunity to reach those folks and really treat the whole, you know, human pet animal dyad um, because they are a family and yes. we want to treat the whole person and the whole family. 
I think that's wonderful. And when I first heard about this, I said, isn't that great? Because, you know, I know people probably come in, maybe they've got a a bad bronchial cough, maybe they're just Mm -hmm. not doing well, and yet they're there taking care of their pet. Mm -hmm. And it's so great that now they can get the help they need. And this is also behavioral as well. It's not just Mm -hmm. for a physical ailment, right? That's right. Uh, We know that pets can provide a limitless amount of emotional support to their humans. Um, And we recognize that emotional support that pets bring. um, And perhaps we can um, check in with a client about you know, what is, how is this animal helping you? How, how is they, how are they supporting you? What's going on in your life? What can we help you with? What's on your mind? Um, I think, you know, you know, again, our, our behavioral health and our physical health are so interconnected. Um, to me, yes. it seems very hard to separate them out. Um, you know, that's why I went into family medicine. That's why I work at neighbor care. I want to take care of the whole person. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to take care of what's happening in their lives. I want to know about their relationships, their families, the environment they're living in. Um, it all plays a huge role into their health. It truly does. Now I have a note here that says something about a grant. Can you tell me more about that? Yep. So we got, uh, we got a grant from, um, healthier here and the official name of the grant, uh, it's kind of a mouthful is uh, the culturally responsive and inclusive healthcare addressing health disparities through partnerships. Um, and so it was a funding opportunity from the city of Seattle through their contract with healthier here, um, to provide, uh, innovative ways um, to find innovative ways to provide health care to uh, people who are not getting their health care needs met through traditional systems. Okay. Uh, so this grant gives us the opportunity to start up this program, this integrated clinic, um, and hopefully continue it into 2023. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, when I first heard it, I just thought this is so wonderful. This is so important. Um, people do often put their pets first and then their own health is suffering or they're having issues, mm-hmm. um, emotional issues, behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic that they can be treated together as a family unit because mm-hmm. they are family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, and, and why do you think that in the past, um, a lot of people who have been on the street will, will go to the vets first, but not take care of themselves? Do you think it's because that the finances, they just feel that the, the pet is more important. And I mean, of course, now when they come in, they're going to get treated too. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think that that's just the underlying attitude of wanting to care for the animals so much and then they're putting their own needs aside? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, we worry more about the ones we love the most um, rather than ourselves. Um, and I, I've seen it time and again where, you know, people will feed their animals first. They'll make sure their animal is warm, their yes. animal is dry, um, you know, their animal is not in pain. And so it's just, it, um, it's a wonderful selfless thing. And in order to care for your animal the way you, you need to, I would like to help you be healthy as well. <laughs> and be in a right. Place you can take care of your animal um, and continue to function as a, you know, as a pet family. Well, it's kind of like when they tell you in the airplane to put your own mask on mm-hmm. first, you know, and then yeah. help your family. You, if you're not doing well yourself, it's really hard right. to be helpful to uh, the little ones that are in our care. So um, now how are people responding when they hear about this? And then also maybe you can tell us a little bit about what you're doing to prepare the clinic and also your team as this ramps up? Mm -hmm. Um, People are really excited. 
I think um, they often I get the reaction well of, um, well, that's just, that's kind of obvious. Like it just seems like a great pairing um, and a great way to access um, medical care or help people access medical care. Um, and I think we just get so stuck in our um, silos, if you will, you know, that we see veterinary care as separate from, from yes. human medical care, which is yes. separate from behavioral health care. And it's all, in my opinion, it's all the same. It's all, you know, we're still the same person. Um, we're all of these things. And so let's start working together and taking care of the whole person. And uh, how's the team responding? I mean, is there any, is there a ramping up? Is this just a natural progression? I mean, uh, are people just jumping on board or is it a little bit of a uh, step at a time as people try this new model? I'm, I'm curious how that's going. So we're going to be starting out pretty conservatively. Uh, we're going to work one clinic a week with Donico on Thursdays, starting August 18th. And so as people are getting care for their pets, um, they'll also be meeting with someone from Neighbor Care Health. Uh, who will invite them to chat with one of our providers if they like, or um, chat with our patient navigator. Um, I think we're just going to take it as it comes. I know Mara, Marty has said that the, the veterinary side has been very, very busy. Um, and so I'm just hoping we can be ready for the people um, yes. uh, when we start on the 18th. Yes, and that's good to know. And um, I'm guessing that all of this information is up on the Donico website for people who are curious about it. And is that it just being um, is the word gotten out mainly by word of mouth, like patients and telling other patients, or is there a concerted effort to uh, try to spread the word in the community so people know the service is now available? We're just trying to spread the word through our own um, neighbor care networks. We do have, you know, a team of nurses that work in the permanent supportive housing buildings. Um, many of uh, the residents of those buildings have pets. And so uh, we also have an outreach nurse uh, who does uh, street outreach five days a week to different uh, encampments in and around the city of Seattle. Mm -hmm. um, and so they will also be providing information um, okay. about this clinic. Okay. Well, I have no no doubt that the word will spread like wildfire. I mean, when there is help out there available and it's a good program uh, for pets and their people, and that's, you know, Team Donico is helping pets and their people. I think people tell each other. I think um, people, you know, share that information because they want to help others who might not know about it. And um, again, this importance of providing preventative health care before it becomes urgent also. I mean, it might not just be the person there with their pet that's got a, a bronchial condition or a behavioral issue, but perhaps, uh, you know, the preventive care, things that they can do to stay healthy and thus be there in even a better way for their animals. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that. Marilyn, because it's so true. Oftentimes, particularly when we're doing um, outreach work in the field or on the street, we see things after they've, they've gone, you know, past a certain point. Um, yes. You know, wounds, infections. Yes. Um, you know, even diabetes, complications of diabetes. Yes. And it would be wonderful to start building relationships with people um, and seeing them before things get out of hand. Well, it's always easier. I mean, you know, the old cliche, mm -hmm. an ounce of prevention is worth mm -hmm. a pound of cure. Sorry, I'm not more original, but it really is true. If people mm -hmm. uh, can look at things and situations and take preventative measures, 
Um, it is so much easier. I've seen it with animals, even, you mm -hmm. know, with people that have the means, but maybe they wait or they think the animal's going to be fine or they think they're going to be fine. By the time they get in, it's a real problem. And then mm -hmm. it's always like, why didn't we do this sooner? So um, again, I, I think this is just a, a wonderful partnership. I'm really excited about the positive impact that it's going to have in the community. So um, we have a few more minutes before we have to wrap up. So I'm just curious, you know, what do you see what would your ideal vision be uh, in a few months? You know, you're down the road a little bit. This has been going. It's been running well. How do you see things happening in a perfect world? Ooh, I love that. Um, so in a perfect world, we are um, integrated into Donico, into the, the their clinical system. Uh, we are case conferencing with... Um, the veterinary team so we can know what's going on with the animal so we can be best supportive to the human. We are uh, screening our patients for any um, uh, what we call social determinants of health needs. So mm -hmm. uh, transportation, housing, right. um, access to food, um, that sort of thing. We are able to link them to care at our Pike Place Market Clinic if that's convenient for them or any of our other neighbor care clinics or really any medical entity or um, clinic or behavioral health entity in Seattle. It doesn't have to be us. Um, just, you know, if people are in need, let's find that the right resource for you and get yes. you connected. And so for me, that would be my ultimate dream would be for that to just be thriving um, and humming along and people recognizing the Donico clinic as a place to come for help. Yeah, I think I think that that's great. So what uh, few words would you leave our listeners with in terms of how they can help? Well, I would just say if you see a pet in need uh, with a pet owner, feel free to refer them to Donico. And if you are able to support Donico or check out their website, um, check out Neighbor Care Health's website. We have a lot of information about our um, primary health care services, um, our homeless uh, housing services, and then school-based and dental care as well. So, um, you know, we are here to treat, treat the whole person, treat the whole family, um, and treat the community. Yeah. And I think one thing I've talked about with Marty before and that I, I mention a lot, I know a lot of people feel like if they can only volunteer an hour a month or give $10 or $5, that it's a drop in the bucket and it doesn't help. And yet uh, it all adds up. So really, mm -hmm. if this mission speaks to your heart and it moves you and you feel like this is a positive force in the community, then I would just say, give what you can and don't ever feel it's too small. I mean, sure, we really value um, the larger supporters who make a lot of the, the bigger steps possible, but many, many people who don't have a ton to give, but when they contribute, um, then it all adds up and it all makes a difference. So again, if it moves you, if this speaks to you, I would just encourage you, you know, to give what you can. Um, if you have interest in volunteering, you know, you can reach out to Donico and ask them about that. Um, I think that that if we all do what we can and how we can, that all of these efforts that are, you know, in place to try to make our community better, help our people, help our pets, 
they're all going to thrive even more. So um, we're just about out of time. And I'm hoping, uh, Dr. Sarah, that you will be back in a couple months or so if we, you know, if we can connect with you and work out a time. Uh, we'd love to have you update us and just kind of tell you, tell us what you have learned and, and uh, what your experience has been so far. Is that something you'd be willing to do? Yeah, thank you so much. I would love that. Okay, great. Well, we will plan to do that for sure. I know Marty can work that out. We'll get you back on and I can't wait to hear the updates. So at this point, we're going to just take a very short break. I'm Marilyn Milano, your host. You've been listening to Dr. Sarah Vanston, uh, who has been talking about the Neighborhood Health um, uh, Pike Place Market Clinic and Housing and Street Outreach Programs and how she has connected those efforts with the Donny Co. Pet Clinic to help both pets and their people. We're going to take a break and be right back with Eric Crema, who will be uh, doing another uh, episode of Celebrity Pet. So stay tuned for that. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll be right back. Donico Pet Clinic provides comprehensive care for the animals of people in need. Funded by donations and powered by volunteers, Donico Pet Clinic keeps overhead to a minimum to ensure healing is at a maximum. Hi, this is Marty. Please help Team Donico make a difference in the lives of pets and their people. Volunteer or donate today. Donico Pet Clinic. Log on to donico.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E. Coming up next on the show is a special feature courtesy of your friends at Team Donico. It's Celebrity Pets with Eric Crema. And welcome to this edition of Celebrity Pets. Hi, I'm Eric Crema, and thank you so much for joining us in studio. I'm so happy to have Shelly Hart, the famed Workday host at Warm 106.9. I just love that theme part. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I've heard that after all these years. Theme. <laughs> You've earned it. Oh, boy, sure have. Huh? Absolutely. Been here a long time. I tell people I think I've just become a part of the Seattle fabric. I'm almost like the village people with all the hats that I wear from working with the storm and working with O.L. Rain at Lumen Field and C. Fair Queen and yeah. radio. And it's like, you know, you got a gig for me. I'll do it. People ask me, where do you work? I just say Shelly Hart. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> well, I know something else you love. You have a couple of great animals in your life. You have Mr. Banks and Suge. I love those names. Oh, the Suge is short for Sugar Bear. She's my golden retriever. Now in her twilight years. Oh. And for anyone that's ever owned a golden retriever, you know, as, as, they, as they mature, as they as they enter into their senior years, they just get sweeter uh, and sweeter and sweeter. And yeah, she's she's my she's my mama girl. Yeah, Goldens are funny that way. You're you're absolutely right. It's like, am I being sweet enough? Right. Can right. I can they I, just I amp look it up with those eyes? Like, hi, oh, mom, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people know about Mr. Banks. Yeah. Boy, that cat just fills my heart. He's a rescue. A lot okay. of people don't know this, and that's how we got to the name. Uh, Mr. Banks, there's that Disney movie with Tom Hanks called Saving Mr. Banks. And um, I had done okay. some work with with Paws and I had recently had just uh, put down my other cat and I was a Persian. I'd had her for about 18 years and I did Paws Walk and they were like, do you have a rescue pet? And I'm like, no, I've got a golden at home. I don't, no, I don't, I've never experienced owning a rescue animal. 
And uh, they said, well, you've got to get a cat. And I said, oh, I just put my other one down and I'm kind of partial to Persians. And they're like, oh, we never see those. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the power of attraction and putting that stuff out there, you know, that energy out there into the universe within a week, they called and they said, you'll never guess what it. just happened. We just had a stray brought in and it's a Persian and he's a hot mess. And he was too. He was because he's mostly a white cat with, you know, a couple of black spots and he was yellow and the hair was overgrown mm. and just mad and he was he was so sick. And I said, "Well, and it's a, it's a male and I'd always owned female animals." Okay. So I I went in and and looked at him and fell in love with him right away. And uh, so the name Mr. Banks came, well, he's a male cat. I've never had a male animal before, so it's going to be Mr. something and I saw the movie Saving Mr. Banks. Love it. Yeah, from Disney. So it just seemed to fit. So that's how he got his name, Mr. Banks the Cat. That's great. So now Persian, does that mean high maintenance? It does. It means taking him to get groomed. It means combing him every night because don't you know, he just loves <laughs> that. And whenever he drinks water because of the squished face, you know, everybody looks at him and goes, oh, he's an angry cat. I'm not, really, he's quite happy. But when he drinks water, he puts his whole face into it. And then he'll come to you and be like, and you know water dripping it's like okay so i've got like these little towels all around the house that oh oh oh, i got you i got you okay so who's running the show here i think it's mr banks (laughs) it's not me i guarantee that oh that's wonderful now do they get along they do get along although he you know when we brought mr banks home he owned that house from the second he walked in and he laid down the groundwork it just says as cats do but you know these you know, I talk about home, and I think about those two animals, and it, they make my day after all the things that I mentioned that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot that goes on, you know, in, in my world, and all these appearances everywhere, and, you know, I can go to a storm game, and there'll be, you know, we just had over 12,000 people at the last game, there's all this going on, or I'll do the torchlight parade for Seafair, and there's people and people, but when I go home, it can be such a quiet space to go from hearing your name and just being around a lot of people which i love to do and then i walk in the house Mm. and as soon as i walk through the door who do i see yeah and i can hear bubba sometimes as she hears me at the gate i can hear that (laughs) from behind the door and mr banks is just sitting there and as soon as i walk in it's what i get is just like you know (laughs) Um, they, they just fill my heart. They oh, really that's do awesome. fill my heart. And I got to tell you, a rescue pet, if you've never experienced one, they're the best. It's, it's as if they know, you know? Mm-hmm. It's as if they know. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I know they know. Well, one thing I know is I'm appreciative of you. Thanks so much for your time today on this edition of Celebrity Pet. Keep loving those animals. I know you will. Oh, you know I will. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. Team Doni Co.'s Celebrity Pets is supported in part by Jerry and Lois Photography, where memories and dreams take flight. Learn more at jerryandlois.com. Team Doni Co. hopes you enjoyed the Celebrity Pets interview. Be sure to listen for more in our upcoming shows and log on to donico.org to learn ways to help animals in need. Hi, this is Marty. Please help Team Donico make a difference in the lives of people and their animals. Donico.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E dot org.